Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. I want to touch on Matthew 5, verse 37, and Jesus says, Let your yes be yes, and your no be no, because anything else is of the devil, or the evil one. Same thing. Why am I touching on this? Because a brother of mine in Christ made arrangements with me um, one night for the next day to meet up. Now, I love having fellowship with my brothers. I love honouring the Lord and worshipping the Lord. And that's why I come together with them to talk about the Lord and to have a good fellowship. But like anything in life, if you say you're going to do something, do it. And that's what Jesus is referring to, Matthew 5, verse 37. He's saying, basically, if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're not going to do something, don't do it. And stick to your word, right? Don't be one of these people in the middle. Well, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And then you have no intention of doing it. Or you say, okay, yeah, okay, I'll meet you. I'll do this. And then the next day you cancel, right? It's not appropriate. And Jesus does not like it. God does not like it because how you treat others and how you walk in Christ is how you treat Jesus and how you represent him. You're an ambassador, ambassador for the kingdom of God. So, you know, people look at a lot of Christians and go, what a hypocrite. You know, it's like if I preach to people like uh, when I said to one guy once, I said, um, do you like being lied to? And uh, no, I don't. Have you ever been really hurt by someone cheating on you or lying to you? He said, yeah. I said, have you ever told a lie in your life? Yeah. So then I call you a hypocrite and God would call you a hypocrite, right? And you catch them out every time and they don't like it. And the fact is, this is what God says. You are so wicked in my sight. You are so wicked in my presence. Those who are in sin or live in sin cannot be where God is. Hence Jesus on the cross. But they died on the cross and said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because he became sin of the world, right? It's very clear what Jesus is saying. If you're not right with me, and you're not walking with me, you will not get to heaven. Finished. Game over. So, in many teachings in Matthew, Matthew 5.37, let your yes be yes and your no be no. In other words, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Obviously, if you have an emergency or something serious comes up and you can't make it, that's completely genuine. That's fine. But what he's saying is, if you're going to do something with someone, do it. Or if they ask you to do it, think to yourself, do you know what? I can't do it. So say no. Don't get up. Don't think you're going to upset people, right? I mean, all of my life before I became a Christian, I pretty much said to people how it is. I'd just say no. Or I say yes. And you find that when someone asks you for something, you kind of feel like you want to say yes because you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't you don't want to let them down. Well, actually, when you say no, they look at you like, well, I expected a yes. Tough. Because people will give you more respect if you say yes or you say no and you stick to it. Because then people will know not only boundaries not to push, but they'll know that you're a person of your word, right? Because people that say, well, that person over there is a pushover or they treat me because I'm a pushover. Well, yeah, because you don't ever say no or don't ever say yes, right? And you just say maybe all the time or maybe this or maybe that. Or you say, no, I don't want to do that or no, you can't have it. And then you cave in to it. That's not integrity. And if you look in the Bible, God is all about integrity, honor, valor, um, truth. You name it. He's all of these things that we lack today in our modern society. So that's what God is doing. He's recycling you from this wretched, wretched, wicked, filthy person. Because God says your, your works are like filthy rags in my eyes. Because if you think you can work your way to heaven, think again. 
doesn't work like that. It's through genuine repentance. That's what the Muslims believe, Hindus, Buddhists, and so on. All works-related issues, and they, their works will get them to heaven. No, it doesn't work like that. You come to God in genuine repentance. Works in the faith is different. So once you're right with God, once you're walking with God and seeking him, and born again of spirit and water, John 3, 5, your works in the faith are rewards in heaven, but your works do not substitute your walk with Christ. Everyone comes via the cross. Everyone comes down the same path. Every there are there are those who are the elect. They are chosen within the the Christian family, who are pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists, prophets. They are chosen for specific roles because of their qualities that God gave them at birth, and so on, or what He gives them when they come over. So don't get jealous of that. Maybe you've got none of them qualities. However, the God wants you to go to church. He wants you to love uh, your brothers and sisters. He wants you to serve your brothers and sisters. He wants you to give to the needy if you've got money. He wants you to represent him. And like Jesus says in his first and second commandment, first, love me with all your heart, soul, and might. That means love me with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your might, everything you've got first. Second, love your neighbor as yourself. So treat people how you want to be treated. Right, so put yourself in the shoes of that person. If they're asking you, I want fellowship with you, or you're available tomorrow, right? You think to yourself, Do you know what? I am free tomorrow between a certain time. Okay, I'll meet you between that time. Right, stick to it. Because that person may want fellowship because they're lonely or they're upset or they just want a fellowship because of current times of COVID-19, you know, all the restrictions, it's not easy living on your own. I'm blessed because I'm so close to the spirit speaking in tongues you know close to spirit i hear the lord's voice often in my spirit you know i'm very close to him in that sense and i don't really need to be around everyone all the time but not everyone's the same so some people want the fellowship and god made us social beings to be around one another because COVID-19 around the world, there's restrictions in place, you can't do that. It's very hard. And that's why seeking the Lord in prayer and in the spirit, especially in the spirit, through prayer and fasting is extremely important. And it will comfort you. God wants to comfort you. But if you don't draw close to him, he can't draw close to you. That's what scripture says. So I encourage you guys, read Matthew 5 verse 37. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're not going to do something, don't do it. Don't be a 50-50 person, because that sort of person is of the devil. Their father is a devil. It's not God, and it's certainly not Jesus. Well, what we're talking about, Jesus is God. But their, their, their God is not the father or the son or the spirit, right? It's the devil. And I just want to clarify that. If you're going to do something, get it done. Understandably, if there's an emergency or something happens and you can't make it, that's fine. But... If you think, oh, I can't be bothered, you know, because I've got to do this and got to do that, blah, blah, blah. Right, so what, meet next week. That person may be upset, but more importantly, God will be upset because what you're doing is you're just making allowances for yourself and then messing people about. Do you understand? It's all about integrity and how you treat others and how you treat and walk on this earth. You will be judged on Judgment Day. Some Christians seem to think you're just going to walk straight into heaven. Where does it say that in Scripture? When the Bible makes it very clear, that you will be judged and you will be faced judgment on judgment day when you go die you'll go before the lord and you're going to give an account of your life as a christian before jesus you will give an account of your life now just imagine this in front of the lord and all you did was let people down all you did was not listen to anything jesus said there's a big chance you can lose everything and go to hell 
Massive chance. People say, well, you can't lose salvation. No, no one can take you out of the hands of God, but it doesn't mean you can't walk. That's John 10. That means you can't walk away from, I'm sorry, you can walk away from God and God can spit you out, but no one can physically take you out. The devil can't snatch you out. Absolutely right. That's John 10. But John 15 makes it very clear. If you don't walk with the Lord, don't bear much fruit. The Father will cut you off and throw you into the fire. Very, very simple stuff. But only deceived people seem to think once saved, always saved. I won't go to hell. Well, you're deceived. All right. Simple as that. And the Lord can add more deception onto your life because he knows your wicked heart. That's 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 1 to 9. He can actually give you more of a delusion to believe in. Like Mormons, they're not Christians. Jehovah's Witnesses, they're not Christians, right? But they believe in what they believe. Yeah, and the God can add more to it, more more confusion because they're so wicked in their, in their thinking, you know? So guys, it's important to be have integrity. If you're going to do something, remember, like I said, but many times in this in this in this talk, how you represent Christ, how you how you talk to people, how you act to people, how you love people, how you we're only human. We do make mistakes. I make them often, right? And your flesh can come out. And when it does, you turn to God. I'm sorry, Father. I'm sorry for what I've done. Bring it to His attention. I'm sorry. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that Your blood cleanses me, Lord. I'm sorry for what I've done. And you turn to Him. Amen. And He forgives you, and you move on. That's why Jesus died. But those who live in sin and don't do that, what are you basically doing? You're treading on the blood that Jesus died for for you. You're spitting on his you're spitting on him. It's disgusting. But those Christians those so called Christians are not Christians. They think they are, but they're not. Because Jesus said you know them by their fruit. It's as simple as that. And a good tree bears good fruit and a bad tree bears bad fruit. It's as simple as that. And the bad tree will be cut up and thrown up into into the fire. Another, lots of scripture in the New and Old Testament that says that. So I encourage you all guys, if you're going to do something, do it. If you know that you can't do it, say no. But don't be afraid to say no or to say yes if you think it's going to hurt someone's feelings. Because I tell you this, your priorities are God first, Jesus first. Jesus is first in everything in your life. That's Matthew 8. His first commandment, love me with all your heart, soul, and mind. He's number one. So if you've got something in front of you that wants something done, you say no, and they get upset, tough, walk off. They will ultimately respect you more, and so other people will, because you said what you need, you, you said what you meant to say. Not gone, well, like a brother did with me. Okay. And in my spirit, I knew straight away it wasn't, he didn't really want it, right? And I knew I was going to get let down. Actually, the spirit told me the next day before he even told me that he can't make it or can we cancel and rearrange it. The spirit, God already told me that he wasn't going to do that. But I already knew that when he was umming and ahhing for like 30 seconds on the end of the phone. I mean, come on, man, you're a man. Make your mind up. What's wrong with you? You're a man. Be a man. I understand now why so many women are standing up today, taking charge. And I understand why so many women, I see it all the time. Where are all the men gone? Where are all the men gone? The masculine men. Men who are men that were made in the beginning. Adam, in the image of God, to lead and teach and, and show fellowship to the woman. To lead the woman, to teach the woman, to name the woman, to love the woman, to care for the woman, to protect the woman. This is a man. That's why leadership is male. Right? Unfortunately, today, all the men are like soy boys, right? 
don't upset the women. Ooh. You know, all this puffy sort of camp voices and all the men are like, what are they? I, I saw some guy yesterday. I mean, I looked at him and I'm thinking to myself, are you actually a man or a woman? I couldn't really tell. You know, it's disgusting. But that's what society is doing. That's what the evil one wants. Transgenders everywhere. All these people that are lost in Satan's kingdom. Now, they can be redeemed and come over to the blood, but they have to want that. And if they want that, God will save them. If they don't want that, they'll go to hell. It's as simple as that, right? Guys, that's what it is. If you're going to do something, do it. Don't beat round the bush. Because that's what cowards do. And that's what, in my opinion, right, the whole point of sanctification, Romans 6, 7, and 8, is changing you from the old self to the new. I've actually met someone who says, in all the years I've been a Christian, I've never changed. Well, if you've never changed, you're not going to heaven. Because you have to be changed. That's the whole point. From the old self, wicked, disgusting, wretched person, to a new creation in Christ. And the fruit you produce, people will see that. If you're staying the same, well, there's a big question mark above you. I suggest you get in prayer and ask God, am I saved? And he will point out to you in the spirit, uh, there's things you need to do to get to get square with me. It's as simple as that. So guys, Matthew 5, verse 37, meditate on that because it's important and it's a massive part of our society and a massive problem in our churches today. If you're going to do something, get it done. If you're not, don't do it. And don't be afraid to tell people the truth, right? Just say how it is. God will respect you so much more and he will bless you greatly for doing what you say you're going to do right if a brother or sister wants fellowship and they want to meet and worship the lord that should be priority over everything because it's all about the lord understandably if you've got kids work priorities and other commitments that need to be done then they obviously come first but jesus comes first in that and jesus will say right we'll get that done and make time for this person to honor me but don't make arrangements with people knowing that you're not going to see it through because that is of the devil, right? Say it straight to people and be loving because that is nice. Telling people straight is love. People say, well, it's all about love. It is being straight with someone, being decent with someone, being completely honest with someone and yourself, especially the Lord, is real love. Because real love doesn't lie. Real love doesn't hate. Real love isn't... Um, wicked right paul talks about this all the all the all the versions of love in the book of corinthians i can't remember the scripture but paul obviously talks about 1 corinthians 13 about what love is sorry that's it 1 corinthians 13 talks about what love is love is not boastful love is not hateful love is not angry love is not jealous you know love is forgiving and so on right this is probably one of the most important apostles of the new testament and he was deemed by many women as a male chauvinist pig. But when I asked him, okay, read 1 Corinthians 13, it turns it on its head. So don't judge people. Read your scripture. And God will talk to you and bless you greatly if you listen to him and walk with him. Right? But if you think that you can do what you want, then you're severely deceived and you will go to hell and then end up in a lake of fire. It's as simple as that. The garbage goes down there. Right? You... God's not interested in your conditions or what you think is right. He wants your obedience and humbleness. And if you can do that, he will He will exalt you. This is what he says. If you that Those who humble themselves will be exalted, but those who exalt themselves will be humbled. It'll bring you straight down on your ass. And I've seen it with Christians. Things are going right downhill. Another brother, you know, he was having a lot of persecution a few weeks ago. And the Lord showed me, let me deal with it, Steve. I'm dealing with him. That's discipline. That's Hebrews 12.8. 
Brothers and sisters out there, please listen to what I'm saying to you. I'm an evangelist. That's my calling. I love all of you and I care about you. And I will never, ever, ever mix my words or sugarcoat that gospel. At the end of the day, you do what Jesus tells you to do or you will go to hell. This is what Jesus said to the um, Jews in his time. If you don't accept me as the Messiah, you all will die in your sins. That applies to every one of us who believe in him. We follow him. He sets the standard. We follow him. Praise Jesus. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that people receive this message. The Lord, they turn to you and be honorable people with integrity that they say what they mean, that they will do what they do and they don't what they don't. Lord, please, Father, impress people not to be like those of the world that do the opposite. These people in the world, Lord, are lost. They have no integrity, Lord. They, they smile at you, Lord, but they're sm false, fake, gleaming teeth. Yes, we love you all, but they don't mean it. Like Jesus, you said, Father, when you were inside the temple, your, your, your lips honor me, but your hearts are far from me. So in other words, these people were saying, we love you, Jesus. We love you and we want you here, but their hearts really meant we can't stand this guy and we want nothing to do with him. That sort of person is too face this sort of person does not say how there is and this these people are not christians real christians don't do these things real christians father they follow you and they seek you and they are changed via the spirit romans 6 7 8 i pray lord in jesus name for a blessing over this message that people receive it that they turn to you and chase you and seek you i pray lord in jesus name amen bless you all love you all bye